Hello, everyone, and welcome to Staking Mondays. Staking Mondays is a weekly show to share specific knowledge from the staking industry leaders with our community. If you're not familiar with staking rewards, we are helping investors to navigate the landscape of yield generating digital assets by identifying staking opportunities and vetting risks. My name is Ken Garofalo, and I am extremely excited to welcome today's guest. He has already launched an enterprise blockchain company in 2014 taught himself cryptography, and then started contributing to projects like Bitcoin, Zcash, Tendermint, and Ethereum. Since 2017, he started contributing more to Cosmos and is now one of the most reputable personalities in the Cosmos ecosystem. Call him the Prince of IBC. Welcome, Zachy Mannion. <laughs> How are you doing today? Uh, glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to have you. And just a little icebreaker question to start you off here. So what is the first investment you ever made outside of Bitcoin or Ethereum? What was the Zcash and then Adams? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Right along. The I mean, I was there. the first check for Adams. Hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes total sense, right? So... <laughs> Uh, to explain a little bit to our audience, can you just give us some general overview of what the differences are between Cosmos and Polkadot? Okay, so I think there are a lot of differences, but they basically come down to... So the, there is a core philosophical difference between the Atom Project and the Polkadot Project, which is the, per, the core view of the Atom Project is um interoperation interoperating with the atom ecosystem interoperating with the uh, uh wider ibc ecosystem is um is free um and any and permissionless and anyone can do it um so uh all you you could start up a blockchain you know on your laptop you could start up a like uh you know my favorite you know the first over ibc dex trade was Jack Zamplin started up a, an instance of the Dex chain that Cosmos is, you know, uh, today is Monday, uh, July 12th. Um, and later this evening, we are going to be uh, upgrading the Cosmos hub to support the Gravity Dex. Uh, but Jack took an instance of the Gravity Dex, ran it on a server in his Google Cloud, on a single server in his Google Cloud, connected the Akash blockchain and the Cosmos hub blockchain to it, uh, and did a Dex trade over it. So utterly permissionless, anyone can build a blockchain, anyone can connect to IBC. Um, and really the work, is, so, and then our viewpoint on shared security, on things like shared security uh, and additional services that Atoms can provide to the IBC ecosystem is these are layered on top of this fundamentally permissionless base layer. The, point of the, the sort of view and goal of Polkadot is to focus mostly on uh, a mechanism where uh, dot holders are committing capital and selecting who gets to interoperate. And so there is this hundred-ish chain interoperable world that is Polkadot is that is sort of first class interoperability within the Polkadot ecosystem. Um, uh, you have to win a, a parachain auction slot or be voted in by governance as a common good blockchain uh, to participate in that sort of core interoperability group. Um, and then 
uh, that's what gives you access to all the other services on the Polkadot chain. Um, the other like sort of main sort of difference right now is that interoperability is live and running on Cosmos, uh, and it is still in the specification and early implementation stage on Polkadot. Yeah, I mean, those are, those are great insights for anyone looking to build their own blockchain that wants to focus on interoperability and permissionless features. I think uh, you've, you've pretty much explained which they should choose between Cosmos and Polkadot. I, I also think that like it sort of gives a, a very different flavor of what Cosmos and uh, uh, and Polkadot. Um, you know, Cosmos is is like what we wanted to do is make building like running your own blockchain feel like running an ETH smart contract. So like almost like that level of of of, of functionality. So like you know. You can, you know, like we envision that like the way 2021 plays out for Cosmos is that people spin up new blockchains, people set up yield farms and airdrops and whatnot. People are aping in over IBC with their atoms uh, and other tokens into these new into new chains. Like, and this is how the ecosystem gets built up. Um, Polkadot is really about this like big bang of. A, a big marketing launch, getting uh, you know, winning a, a slot in the lease, uh, getting dot holders to 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 to, to sort of like you. It's a, it's a very different ecosystem feel, um, and I think that's probably if you are a staker or just uh, you know want to hold atoms, um, uh, are think are you know and thinking about whether or not to hold atoms or to hold dots. Uh, uh, different expectations, different ways you're going to use these these assets. Yeah, great insights from someone who's who's looking to stake either an atom or a dot um, directly from the prince of IBC himself. So, um, the next question here is: Is could trusted bridges between protocols, like we're seeing being implemented a lot now, could this be a threat to the interoperability protocols like Cosmos? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm gonna give I'm gonna try and give a little bit more of the complicated answer to this question which is I like to divide the world into what I would call famous blockchains and unknown blockchains. Um, so your famous blockchains are your, your Cosmos hubs, your, 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 your polka dots, your Kusamas, your, uh, your Ethereum's, your Maddox, um, you know, your Binance smart chains, like this, the Solana, all of these things, these are all famous blockchains. Uh, and, you know, a famous blockchain probably has raised tens or hundreds of millions of dollars of capital, uh, you know, has a brand name that people know, employs dozens or hundreds of people, um, uh, you know, and, and has a presence. Um, and these sorts of trusted bridges work really well in the context of, of, of these famous blockchains. Um, or at least they work really well until regulators really start sniffing too closely at them. Um, uh, we do think, you know, one of the sort of core reasons why we built Cosmos, why we worked on IBC, is, um, you know, blockchains themselves, as, you know, are actually, you know, are, 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 are not easy to regulate. Um, and so regulators have come after the centralized exchanges. But you know, our vision has always been that we were going to move everything on chain, um, and so regulators are going to start looking for new places to to, to regulate. Um, 
And if they, as they find the blockchains themselves difficult to regulate, um, they may find that like the bridges are the nice place to regulate. Um, and that was the reason why IBC needed to get out there. Uh, IBC needs to exist because IBC is a, is a disincentive uh, to regulating at the bridges um, because we, we have shown that a permissionless a native interoperability protocol can be built, does work in production, uh, and exists. And that may have a side effect, though, of protecting the, the, the trusted bridges. Um, and so if that, if, if you know, the uh, IBC is the nuclear sort of umbrella protecting all of these trusted bridges that exist, um, you know, that's not an unanticipated side effect of having IBC exist. Um, and the the but like where i think ibc really can thrive is the permissionlessness that it enables the ability of anyone to set is no one is no one wants to you you know if no one knows who you are uh no one is going to trust their money to your trusted bridge um and you know the the amount of trust we can invest in like sort of the same group of people over time uh has its limits um and you know, we really anticipate this world of tens of thousands of blockchains in Cosmos, um, and we want uh, we want them all to be able to interoperate in this like way where trust bootstraps slowly over time, um, and by having sort of untrusted bridges, we can do and, and you know having the trustless IBC bridge in sort of enables this like vast scaling. Yeah, and that that kind of leads us into the to the next question here is. Uh, you mentioned you envision thousands of blockchains running on Cosmos, but in your in your best case moon scenario for the Cosmos ecosystem, how it how would it look like? Dive deeper into that. All blockchains running yeah, on yeah, Cosmos. Let's talk about like, sort of the best case moon hmm. uh, uh, scenario for the Cosmos ecosystem. So, um, you know, we have three leading. There are three leading ecosystems today. Um, on on the Cosmos SDK, uh, Thorchain, Terra, the the Terra Luna ecosystem, and the Atom ecosystem, um, and you know for a, for IBC sort of shipping you know early this year, um, I think you know having you know these three leading ecosystems sort of independently develop has been like a again a huge proof point for the project, and then we also we have our we have our weird cousin which is Binance um, uh, and the Binance. Uh, uh, Binance chain and their use and Binance smart chain their usage of Tendermint technology. Uh, so we have we have these are these are the like sort of leading ecosystems today. Um, and so the summer is really about um, getting all these ecosystems connected. Um, so Terra uh, is working on Columbus Five. Columbus Five will support IBC uh, and bring Terra and all its assets to the you know into this interoperable ecosystem. Thorchain is working is also working on uh, enabling IBC as well, um, and so you know you have these three leading ecosystems. I think the 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 atom sort of the atom and the cosmos moon scenario is one. All of these things interoperating is now additive, um, uh, and there and we've we've sort of fostered deeper collaborations across all of these chains. Um, there are, you know, more and more chains can specialize. They don't, not every chain needs to work on a DEX. Not every chain needs to work on a lending protocol. Like these things get started provided by the ecosystem. Um, 
and then you know Adam, the Adam ecosystem really needs to needs to throw down and compete um, uh, in with you know with the Luna and Thorchain ecosystems because we're all going to uh, and we, we we have to compete and we have to specialize. Um, and so I think things like osmosis are really extensions of the Atom ecosystem. I think you're going to start seeing lots more. Um, you know, the project I'm working on right now, Sommelier, is also going to, in many ways, extend the Atom ecosystem. And so you're going to see, co you know, the coopetition model of Cosmos as these various ecosystems kind of battle it out. Will draw more users into the into the into the Cosmos ecosystem. IBC tooling will get better and better. Uh, and uh, world conquest will, will awake. And to the moon we go. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned yeah. um, the project Sommelier. So you, so you must be advising on a lot of different projects or, or helping with a lot sommelier of different Sommelier is like my main gig right now. Um, okay. Dive uh, deeper sommelier into that. is my main gig. Um, we are using the Cosmos technology stack and sort of the Cosmos ecosystem to, to sort of augment Ethereum. Um, and we've been focused on the needs of Uniswap v3 liquidity providers. Um, so that, that's been basically, uh, uh, I think, like one of the most interesting niches in the, in, you know, it's, it's just, it's interesting, right? It's like, yeah, I, 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 there are a lot of deep rabbit holes just generally um, in blockchains right now. Um, and like, I, I do, I find myself, so like, I think, like making concentrated liquidity, which is like the sort of innovation of, uh, of Uniswap and ranged liquidity, um, which is coming to the Cosmos Hub, which is coming to like every block. I, I expect it will come everywhere. Uh, gravity, the, you know, we're upgrading to Gravity Dex V1, but the work on Gravity Dex V2, which will support ranged liquidity is already underway um, and coming to the Cosmos Hub uh, in a future upgrade. Um, Ethereum to Cosmos Bridges are about to just explode. So Sommelier is working on that. Um, we are working on, uh, uh, you know, I'm very interested in staking derivatives. I think staking derivatives are like absolutely essential and necessary. And the success of Lido on Ethereum uh, has been a huge demonstration of the product market fit of staking derivatives, which was predictable. Um, I, I gave a talk in 2019 about this um, uh, sort of saying that like staking is DeFi. Uh, uh, was basically my point, um, and that staking and DeFi have to be deeply connected. So all of that's being worked out. Um, uh, and then like, yeah, and so Sommelier has been really focused on just this like very sort of narrow niche of of trying to figure out, you know, how do you make Uniswap v uh, 3 liquidity providing really tractable? I think Cosmos has a lot to offer there in terms of its technology. Um, and it's just like, all of the, each one of these things is just complex, nuanced. There's an enormous amount of work to be done uh, uh, across all of these things. But these are the main things. These are the things I'm interested in. Uh, but I could go on. You're right. I am. I am advising and working on and contributing to a lot of projects um, in general. But I, I would say more than fifty percent. You know, I'm. I'm like probably seventy, eighty percent of my time is is focused on on doing sommelier stuff. Uh, I just don't really like. I, I work all the time. <laughs> it's not a bad. I thing, mean, it's right? what is it? It's like a once in a thousand year opportunity to like reimagine finance, right? That we're in, we're in the middle of. Um, so like, there's just no time to like slow down. Right, and it's good to reiterate. There's opportunity out there right now, and we all should be putting as much time and effort as we have available into uh, 
researching more about different staking derivatives and staking trends and these different assets that exist like Adam. Um, so along those lines, what, what do you think is the best staking or passive income opportunities that currently exist within the Cosmos ecosystem? Um, so I guess the thing that I've been, the thing that I've been most excited, you know, I would really encourage that like everyone in, in the sort of ecosystem right now to, if you have, I would say if you are operating on a six month to 12 month time horizon, um, uh, like Osmo farming, osmosis farming, um, is just like a fantastic opportunity. Um, uh, you'll, you'll see that the osmosis price action has not been like in the positive direction recently, which is what you would expect in a, in a, in a stage that's in its, it's bootstrapping farming, uh, hyperinflationary stage. Um, but you know, like, I think I am, I am extremely bullish on the osmosis project in the law, in the, in the medium term. Uh, and I think this is, you know, I think this is the time to be uh, accumulating. Uh, I also will just say like farming on osmosis compared to farming on Ethereum is just like a completely different experience, right? Um, you know, uh, Ethereum, you're like, okay, every transaction costs, you know, 20, 10 to like hundred dollars. you like, you know, the interactions are, are, are annoying and complex. And it's like every day at 10 AM, I wake up, I've got my osmosis rewards in my account, got to go deploy it, send some IBC transactions. This doesn't cost, this costs me fractions of a cent. Uh, uh, and I get on with life. Um, I also think, you know, one of the things that's going to be really, one of the things that's going to be, that's sort of generally interesting right now is until we launch staking derivatives on the Cosmos hub, there is going to be competition uh, between, uh, between staking derivative, between like use cases for atoms, because I, atoms are going to, are, are still the most liquid asset in the Cosmos ecosystem by far. Uh, you know, atoms are the most liquid, more, are liquid, more, more liquid than any other Cosmos SDK asset. Um, and so as all of these new IBC connections open up, there's going to be demand for this liquid asset uh, 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 on other chains. And so as the staking, uh, 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 as you know, we pushed through a, a governance proposal to actually turn, sort of enable a feature that has been in the Cosmos design from the beginning, which is if there is downward pressure on the staking rewards, the staking rewards actually go up. We, 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 we make mint more atoms, inflation, atom inflation goes up to compensate for yield elsewhere that's drawing atoms away. Um, and so far the staked atom percentage has been pretty stable with the osmosis launch, um, mostly because people are like, uh, seem to be, uh, uh, the feedback I've heard from delegators is they don't think that the osmosis like super high APYs will last. Uh, I think that's very short term thinking, but anyways, um, the, uh, but the uh, the battle of uh, so yeah, and then the um, what was I going to say? So what I would say is, Osmosis is really exciting. Um, I'm excited for the Juno launch. I think that there are generally going to be competing opportunities for Adam holders. But one of the incentive alignments that's there is that's inherent to the software is that if these competing opportunities start pulling rewards away from at, pulling atoms out of the cosmos hub, the, uh, uh, the, the inflation rate and the uh, reward rate for atoms will actually go up automatically. Uh, so in some, in some ways, if you're an atom holder, you are able to just uh, uh, to sit tight. Um, 
though you may give up some some really early opportunities to get tokens. Uh, but you know, especially if you're not uh, uh, delegated to one of the exchange validators, um, there's there there are airdrops continuing to happen. Um, uh, uh, and the mechanism of airdropping to non-exchange validators has been really successful in sort of bootstrapping the Osmosis community um, and is going to be a pattern that I think a lot of Cosmos SDK chains will follow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's amazing insight right there. You're giving out some free alpha to the listeners right now. Uh, so guys, go out there and, and research Osmosis. Uh, get your airdrop opportunities. If you've been staking Atom from a non-exchange validator, you could already be entitled to some of those uh, osmosis rewards. So definitely pay attention to what's happening there. Okay. So how can people follow you and learn more about the stuff you're working on? Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Twitter is probably the best place to find me. Um, uh, I'm, I, I'm in on Twitter. I'm in too many discord chats. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think Twitter is probably, you know, the ver various people have commented that like there's just like a, a solid, steady stream of alpha coming out of my uh, my Twitter feed for over the last few years, and I don't have any reason to change that. Uh, I'm usually pretty. I I, I do mo I do all of my work in public for the most part. Um, so you know, I'm just constantly working in public. You can also just stock my GitHub. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And the website for Cosmos is cosmos.network go over there and check it out to learn more about the internet of blockchains. So thank you very much for this episode, Zaki. And for the audience listening, you can check out previous episodes of Staking Mondays. We had one with Tor Bear from the Secret Network and Do Kwan from Terra Money. Uh, and you can also view these and listen to them on Spotify as a podcast. I, I, I'm sure the Do and, uh, and uh, Tor have completely different, both of them, IBC by the end of the summer. Ah, there we go. That's almost like a little uh, breaking announcement there. So very cool. Um, so stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned for next episode. Next Monday, we're going to have Stani, uh, the, the founder of Ave. So the high profile guests continue to roll through here on Staking Mondays. Please like this episode. Smash that like button, guys, and subscribe to our channel. As always, happy staking. Thank you for joining us today, Zaki. Cool.